You know, I wonder if the president of the United States, if Donald Trump or even Joe Biden, if he was awake enough or, or cognitive enough to, to, to understand. I wonder if before they go and do the debate tonight, if like moments before they're about to do something, where, do, do they have spilt milk? Do they have problems? Do, are, are there issues that, that bother them at home that affect their decision making before they go live on TV? Are there problems that aggravate them? The, the issues at home with their daughter or with their sons or with their wives? Right? Like moments before they go on. Moments before they're going to record. Do they have to deal with this stuff? And if they do, do they just brush it off? Do they go, eh, 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 eh like real? Do they go, really? Really? I, I, I'm about to do... Uh, uh, the debate for the fucking president of the United States. I wonder if they, you know, do they put the hand up and they go, hey, I'm about to do America's podcast. I'm about to do America's podcast. I, I wonder if that's what they do. I wonder if Joe Biden's about to walk out and his wife or his daughter or his kid or his dog drops a big steamy shit and Biden's like, uh, uh, uh. You know, or, or does Trump get all pissed where he's walking out and, you know, one of his 10 fucking thousand kids or maybe, you know, talk, may, may, maybe um, a Baron is, is like, Dad, I'm so tall and everybody makes fun of me. I wonder if that's a problem or if they just their game face. They're just ready to go. They're ready to light it up. Or do they let spilt milk get to them the way spilt milk gets to me? Sp spilt milk kills me. It's, it, it'll, it'll fuck up my whole day, my whole night. I, I, I can't get over it. The spilt milk in my life, it, 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 I can't check the coat at the door. I wear the anger on my face. I wear the aggravation. You can see me. Walk down, the, like, bro, you can see it on my eyes. Just walking down, just like, whoa, look, get away from him. He's got spilt milk. I, he, he, don't, please don't talk to him. And it's like the stupidest shit. Honestly. Thank you so much for turning into Spazzing Out, America's podcast. We do the podcast five times a week. When I record it, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, and I'm on YouTube. If you're watching on Facebook, follow, retweet, or, 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 or share it, send it. Thank you. If you're on uh, Twitter, retweet it, share it, follow me. YouTube, sub to my page, YouTube peeps. Let everybody know about it. Most of you guys listen in your car. Five... Uh, 500 to 600 downloads a day depending on how well the podcast is and how good the content is. Some days it's good. Some days it sucks. Some days I'm just pissed off with a ton of fucking spilt milk. And I, bro, if I had to do the presidential debate, if it were me and I had to get on TV, it, the American people would know. They would know. They would know I was pissed. I'd get out there and they'd be like, shit, President Paziali must have just got bitched at by his daughter. President Paziali's dog must have just shit in the Oval Office. President Paziali's son must have did something stupid. President Paziali's wife is, is upset about something that happened in the fucking Rose Garden. I wouldn't be able to turn it off. I wouldn't. I'd use my press conferences. I, I'd have my press. I wouldn't even have a fucking press secretary. I'd go out there and I'd be the, I'd go out there and I'd tell people straight up, I'm just like you. I, I am the president of the United States and my dog shits in the White House. I'm the president of the United States and people put things in the tub that aren't supposed to get wet, that you don't want to get wet. They put shit in the tub and nobody checks the fucking tub. No one checks the tub before they get in it. Nobody looks in the bathtub before they turn the fucking shower on. No one, not a single person in the whole United States of America, I would say the world, 
but some places they don't have showers. But in the United States of America, every single household has a bath, has a tub. No one looks to check to make sure there is nothing in the tub. No one looks in and goes, oh, let me see if there's something in the tub that can't get wet. Let me go check to see if this can't get wet. No, you go in, you turn on the shower, you wait for it to get a little bit warm, you fuck around in the bathroom with something, move something around, take your glasses off, decide whether or not you're going to shave, maybe you go to the bathroom really quick, and then you get in. And then it's already too late, because whatever's in the tub is soaking wet. As you can clearly tell, as you can clearly tell, My spilt milk today is over the fact that there is something in the tub when I got home from work that really it can get wet, but then it's got to be dried off because it's not something that's supposed to get wet. It's no big deal. It didn't ruin it. It just creates a time suck. And whose fault is it? Is it my fault? Did I put this item in the tub? No, I didn't put this in the tub. I'm not the one that put it in the tub. Therefore, it is not my fault. It's not my job to look into the tub before I get in it, I, I think there is a reasonable expectation. I believe there is a reasonable expectation that there should be nothing in my shower tub, in my fucking bathtub, before I take a shower. Maybe there is a bottle of soap that's on there. Maybe there's some kind of loofah. I don't use loofahs, but maybe there is a loofah. Maybe there's body wash. Uh, maybe there is something bath, shower, related in there, no big deal. No biggie. But not a stool. There's not a stool, like a stepping stool. It's okay, the stepping stool can get wet. It's not that big of a deal. It dries off. It's not going to ruin it. But the whole point is, now I'm in the shower. I'm naked. Now I have to decide, okay, do I turn the shower off, take the stool and put it out, and you know, put it on the floor, and I have a huge pet peeve. Huge pet peeve about the shower, about the floor being wet. We'll get into that. It drives me nuts. If you're one of those douchebags that dries off outside of the tub and gets your floor wet, I hope you fall through your floor someday. You're an asshole. You're supposed to dry off in the tub. Try. I try to get every single drop of water off my body before I get out of the tub. You're an ass if you don't. But anyways, so now I'm in and it's already too late. I'm like, oh, oh great, there's a there's a fucking stool in the tub. Fantastic. What do I do? I'm showers on. It's wet. I'm already getting wet. I'm already naked. So, of course, the only thing to do is kind of put it behind me to the other side of me and I take the shower. Of course, I'm going to take the fucking shower. Now, it's still in there. Now, my wife doesn't know about it yet, but I know that it's going to be a problem. So now I'm debating, do I dry it off and take it out and act like it never happened? Do I just leave it? Do I just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to dry this thing off. I'm going to take it out of the tub and act like it never happened. Or do I bring it up and say, hey, no biggie. I dried this thing off, but she knows to me. She knows me, right? My wife knows me better than anybody. When I bring something up, it's a problem, right? I don't just bring something up to bring it up. When I bring it up, it's a problem for me. If it wasn't a problem for me, you wouldn't hear about it. I wouldn't say anything. I like to bring it up nicely. I say, hey, babe, you know, I was taking a shower and, uh, you know, the stool was in the shower. No biggie. I dried it off and everything. It's it's fine. No biggie. But, you know, what, what was it doing in there anyways? And why is it still in there? No biggie. I, you know, try to be cool. Like, no biggie. I'm not upset about it. It's okay. But help me understand how, how does this, how does it even get in the tub? 
Why is it even in there? Of course it's a big deal. Because I'm aggravated about it. Because when I get home from work, I got home late. As you can tell, the podcast is late. I'm trying to gear up for the fucking presidential debate. I want to watch Trump, Biden, Super Bowl t- style. Bro, I want to get the food out. I want to have a good night. But no. I get home and there's a fucking stool in the tub, but I don't know. So whose fault is that? Honestly. And who, who does that? Who puts something in the tub with the expectation that that's not going to get wet? Who puts something in the tub with the expectation that the next person who's going to get in is going to open it up the, the, the curtain and look and go, hmm, I probably shouldn't turn the water on. No one does that. Matter of fact, people don't even look in the shower. They stick their hand in, they find the nozzle thing, and you turn it, and then you walk away. You let it steam up a little bit. You know, you don't leave it on too long, bro, because I kick your ass if you're running my water long. But you get the point. So whose fault is it? You know, it, it, it's likened to, you know, if somebody overstacks something in the cabinet, right? Somebody overstacks something in the cabinet. Now, if it falls out, you open it and it falls out, forget it, bro. I'm not cleaning it up. If, if I open the cabinet and spaghetti falls and it goes everywhere... I'm not cleaning it. I, I, you'll hear me yell, scream, who the fuck left this here? You're cleaning it up. Would drive me absolutely bonkers. Now, there is overstackage in the counter, right? But now you got to get something. There shouldn't even be overstackage, first off. You should be able to grab everything. You should be able to just reach your hand in and grab something without the worry of something else falling. But of course, you try to grab it, and then fucking nine things fall, and then you got to clean it up. And you're like, dude, I didn't even fucking do this. Who stacks this shit? Who puts shit in like this? Who? And then if you say something about it, you get in trouble. You can't say shit. You got to pick it up, put the shit back, and then you got to restack it because you can't just leave it on the damn counter. So now you're overstacking that shit yourself. Now, I wonder again, like I said, do you think Trump or Biden... Do this shit. Do you think right now the, the, the debate, so if you're hearing this in your car, it's the night before, it, it's like 8.15 or something like that, or 8.12, and, you know, we're not going to talk about the debate tonight because I'm going to watch it in like 20 minutes, but I'm wondering if before the debate right now, are they sitting there and is Joe Biden like, you know, hey, you know, or is Joe Biden's wife being like, hey, you left the toilet seat up. And does that drive them nuts? You know, does President Trump look at, like, Melania and say, what, what, what? Well, your daughter says, Dad, you got to put the seat down. And you look at her and you're like, what? No, I, def- I fucking leave the seat up. Last person to use it rules. So if you're, if, you're, if you're going to the bathroom, seat's down when I walk in, I lift it up, it stays up. You put it down, when you come in, whoever the last person in the bathroom is, that's where it stays. No big deal. I, I don't go for the, the seat should be up, the seat should be down. I go for whoever used it last, that's where it stays. So if I put it up, it stays up. Then you put it down, it stays down. But does Trump get pissed? Like, like he's sitting there, uh, uh, you know, he's got two daughters. Tiffany comes out and says, Dad, Dad, I sat on the rim because you didn't put the seat down, Dad. And he's about to go live to debate. I don't know how they could do that. I couldn't do it. I'd be toast. I would go right out, and Chris Wallace would be like, all right, let's talk about the economy. I'd be like, yeah, Chris, fuck the economy. I want to talk about this thing that was in my tub, and I want to know how the American people feel if they stand with me, that nothing should be put in the tub before you take a shower. Nobody throughout the entire day should put anything in the tub that shouldn't get wet. 
No one. And if you do, it's not my fault that it got wet. I didn't fucking know it was in there. That's what I would do. If I was going to do the debate, I'd be like, yeah, Chris, let's talk about the real shit. Let's talk about what happens at home. Let's talk about the people that don't dry off in the tub. They don't dry off in the tub. And these are the same people that wonder, oh, why does my floor around the tub get rotted? Why are my tiles all loose? Your tiles are loose and your fucking floor is rotted because you dry yourself off on the floor. And year after year after year of water getting on it, it eventually starts seeping underneath the tub. It eventually starts pumping up your your tiles. It eventually causes a massive hole in your floor. But you can prolong that because it's still going to happen. But you can prolong it. You can you can have your tub and your floor last a little bit longer if you just dried off in the tub. Simple. You turn the shower off. You grab your towel. You bro. You start from your head all the way down. Dry your head off. Every shoulders, arms, armpits, all the way down to your feet. And then you do it again. A second through. Because, you know, you didn't get it all the first time. And then you dry it off, bro. You throw a towel. You should already have a towel on the floor or a mat. You got the mat. You step out on that. And then you dry yourself again. And then your tiles won't pop up. And your floors won't get rotted. And your tub won't fall through the floor. I don't see the difference between one foot. I don't, I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see the difference between drying off in the tub and taking one foot out into the bathroom and drying off in the fucking bathroom. That's what I would do. That's that, that would be me. If I were the president that I'd come out and literally Chris Wallace would be like, all right, first we're going to start with, with President Paziali. Yeah. How do you feel? How, how do you feel your response to the COVID-19 pandemic was? I'd be like, Chris, shut the fuck up. Somebody dried off on the floor, not in the tub in my house. That is America's biggest problem. That's what we're tackling tonight. I'm going to tell everybody in America how they need to dry off. I'm going to tell everybody in this damn country that you do not put something in the tub that shouldn't get wet. You don't do it. And if you're going to do it, You certainly do not leave it there. You remove it so that the person who comes in to take a shower doesn't turn the shower on. Because no one looks in. Bro, I'm I'm telling you, if there was a mass murderer in my shower, I wouldn't know it. Because I don't look. I stick my hand in. I turn on the shower. They would get soaking wet. I would get in the shower. They would be there. And I would look at them and say, you know... I'm, I'm, you're already in here. Can I finish my shower before you kill me? Can, can, and please, f- please do me a favor. L- let the blood uh, dry me off everything in the tub. And when before you get out of the tub, will you dry off in the fucking tub over my dead body? Please. And then you can leave. See? Spilt milk. How could they do it? You see how fired up I am over something so stupid? You see how mad and upset I am? Over something as little as an object in the tub that shouldn't be in the tub. And over the fact that people don't dry off in the tub. I can't even do my podcast. I have stories that we have to talk about. I want to I get on to, uh, you know, there's a study in the news about the American people and, and their math skills. 
there's the 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 Stockton project that I want to talk to you guys about. There's a there's a couple, there's parents, there's two parents that are going to do jail time for neglecting their kid. I want to talk about that shit, but I'm not going to get to it right this second because I want to vent to America. I'd want to I'm like pissed about it. I can't I couldn't even think about being president. I would the Oval Office, my Oval Office tapes would be nothing but me bitching about problems in my personal life. That's all I would do. They fuck the Nixon tapes. My tapes would be like they 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 play them back. They'd be like, dude, hey, who's this? They they would think that I'm yelling at Putin. They'd be like, oh man, he's ripping on Putin. And it'd be my kid. It'd be my daughter. It'd be, it'd be me and my wife fucking yelling. It'd be me yelling at my dog Scout. People would be like, oh, Co- Scout is code name for uh, you know. The fucking Queen of England. But I'm really yelling at my dog because we're not getting any work done in the Oval Office because I got I got spilt milk. God. Absolutely drives me bonkers. Where do you stand on that though? Seriously. If you're taking a shower, dry off in you take a shower or a bath, you drive off you drive dry off in the tub. Dry off in the tub. For the love of God, drive dry. I can't even talk. Dry off in the tub. And please, if you put something in the bathtub that's not typically something that should get wet, please remove it. Please take it out because the next person who's coming in doesn't look. The curtain is pulled. The hand goes in. The knob gets turned. And it's already too late. It's already too late. It is done. It's wet. See ya. And the only thing you can do when you step into the shower and you're already naked and you're getting wet yourself is look at the stool and say, well, I guess we're both taking a fucking shower. And then, please, when you dry off the stool and yourself, do it in the tub. Do it in the fucking tub. Don't get the water on the floor. It's been driving dads nuts for hundreds since there have been bathtubs. It has been driving dads nuts. Not drying, drying off in the tub or dry or getting water on the floor has been driving dads nuts since the invention of the bathtub. Please do the dads a favor. Dry off in the tub and don't put stuff in the tub that can't get wet. All right, let's get let's get, let's get a story. Or two in, and then let's all get out of here because we got to watch the presidential debate. Um, they, that's spilt milk, okay? Spilt milk. Let's do, you know what? Remote asses. Let's get to remote asses. Remote asses is a segment on spazzing out on this program on America's podcast where we talk about remote schooling. And I have deemed it remote asses. Instead of remote classes, it's remote asses. And today, in remote asses, you're the ass. Mom and dad... We're the asses. According to a new study, an overwhelming amount of the American public only have a sixth grade math, only has sixth grade math skills. Your math skills are that of a sixth grader. Parents are struggling with their older kids, the older kids that are doing geometry, uh, algebra, calculus, some of them are doing calculus. The parents can't help them. They're like, ah, but rhombus? The fuck is a rhombus? 
My daughter asked me about a rhombus the other day. I was like, a fucking rhombus. I don't know what that shit is. Sounds like some ass-shaking move that, like, Cardi B does. Look at she's doing the rhombus. I'm like, fuck if I know. Rhombus? Let's look it up. Let's Google it. So, I don't have a problem with that. I don't think this is, like, some big study. The study's done, and apparently it's a big problem that parents don't know math because we're homeschooling kids. Well, I would say this is not a big problem because we don't use it. We don't use math. We use math, we use basic math, 2 plus 2 is 4, 4 times 4, right, 2 plus 2, 4, that, that's pretty, fucking good math right there, 4 times 4 is 16, 16 times 2 is 32, 32 times, uh, or 32 times 2 is 64, something like that, sure, we can figure that shit out, but that's all we need, I don't need math, what do I need math for, bro, oh, I, <clears throat> I, I, I'm figuring out, I, I'll break out my phone, be like, oh, it's bigger than, it's bigger than, what, what's 10 times 10? I fucking think it's 100, but let me find out. Boop, boop, boop. It is. Oh, fantastic. I don't need math, so I don't care about it. And my kid, I could care less if, if my kid knows that if X times Y equals Z. I don't care. I don't care. 32 times 32, bro. I don't know what that is. Someone just asked me 32 times 32. You figure it out. It's probably 600 and, um... Is it 640? That's a fucking guess. I don't really know. You do the math. I have no fucking clue. None. I Here, you know what? So, here, someone give me the answer because I don't have a calculator in front of me and I'm not going to try to figure it out right now. So, it's... But I could, right? So, you know, let, let's... You know what? Fuck it. Give me a pen. Here. Look, let's try to fucking figure it out. 32 times... Nobody give me the answer. 32 times 32, right? So, you go 32... Uh... 32, right? Right? I do that right? I think. I don't know. Um, 2 times 2 is 4. 2 times 3 is 6. Put an X here. 3 times 2 is 6. 3 times 3 is 9. Uh, so 4. 6 plus 6 is 12. Carry the 1. Is it 1,224? Someone do the math on that. 32 times 32 is at 1,000, uh, 1,024, sorry, 1,024. There, I did the math. See? We can figure it out if we had to figure it out, but we don't really care to. I'm, I'm never, thank you, all right, I got it right. I got it right. I got it right. I did the math. See? I got, I got it right. 1,024. Boom. No biggie. We can figure it out if we have to figure it out, but we don't really use that shit. When are you ever, ever gonna do 30 when are you ever gonna need to know 32 times 32 ever ever in a million years unless you're like trying to figure out the square foot of something right and if you had a wall that was 32 feet long and you had another wall that was 32 feet long you would say oh great we have 1024 square feet but i don't deal in that shit i don't have that that kind of bro i I don't need numbers i got a calculator for that so i don't want to hear honestly here's how i feel basic reading basic math and after that Figure out, they should put kids into a career. After that, you should go, okay, great. You can read, awesome. You can do basic math, you're going to be a carpenter. You, uh, you can read basic math, awesome. You're going to be a fucking plumber. You, basic math, basic reading, great. You're going to be a trash man. You, because 90% of you, 90% of you are going to be a working class bum like myself. So you don't need much more than the, than, than the average math. Some of you are going to be a little bit smarter, but the ones who are smarter... Or can, can figure it out. The ones that can do calculus when they're in sixth grade, fine. You're good. I applaud you. But for me, 
I don't remember the Pythagorean theorem or any of that. Uh, that I, I don't know, you know, like my, my kids break, like, dad, that's a right triangle. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck a right triangle is. And I don't need to know what a right triangle is. I could care less. So the study says that we are the remote asses, the parents, that an, an astounding amount of the American people can't do more than sixth grade level math. And I say, what is the problem with that? I don't have a problem with that. I know my timetables. I can do basic division, basic multiplication. I can do great addition and great subtraction. And anything other than that, I'll fucking Google it or I will use my calculator. Simple. Done. Or I'll just put it off to somebody else and say, hey, bro, what's this? Can you figure it out for me? I don't think it's that much of a problem. All right, next. Let's... uh feel like we only have time for one more thing because we all need to like chill, relax, and I, you know, I want to get all fired up for the debate tonight. Mm. All right, let's do, um, so there is a, a, a couple in the news. They have a baby that is now three years old. They have a baby that's, that's three. Um, they raised the baby in, in a different, they're one of those people that don't listen to the fucking doctor, right? They, they think they, they think that they are, are different in, in, in the way they raise their kid with nutrition, right? I, this is how I was, I was taught. I have, I have two kids, and my understanding is that breast milk, natural breast milk, is the best thing for your baby when it's born for, for however long. I don't know how long. I'm not saying like till they're five, bro. But like for like the first year that breast milk is good. And if you can't use breast milk... Because, you know, there's something wrong with, with, with the mother's titties or she doesn't produce good breast milk or maybe she's a fucking raging alcoholic and you don't want your kid to be fucking hammered and they didn't pump and dump, right? Don't pump and dump. Don't feed it to the kid. We, you know, our kid, you're feeding my fucking kid right, white Russians off your tit. We're good. So use formula. There's baby formula. And that's what the doctors recommend. Their babies have been, there are millions of babies being born yearly. There are going to be 7 million more babies born this year because of coronavirus. Doctors haven't figured it out. They, they, they ha- I mean, they haven't figured out. The best way to get your kid nutrition when they are first born is breast milk or formula. Formula is probably the best for, for fucking drug addict moms, for, for moms that suck. Okay, we'll just say, if you're a shit mom, feed the kid formula. If you're a good mom... Go with the breast milk because it's fucking cheap. Dad doesn't have to buy formula. Formula is so fucking expensive. Breast milk is way cheaper. Pump that shit. Pump. It's like fucking white gold, bro. Pump the white gold. Pump that shit. 100%. Pump. Pump, 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 pump. Get extra pump. And if you're going to go out and rip it up, milk that shit so you got like 10, 15 bags in the freezer ready to go. But if you're a scumbag mom, the way to do it, Simple formula, but it's expensive as shit. But great news is, if you're a poor ass fucking bum, they give you formula for free. You get it for free, no questions asked. In Massachusetts, you go, I'm a poor ass fucking bum. That's exactly what you say. You write down on a piece of paper, I'm a poor ass fucking bum. And they give you fucking formula. They just give it, they hand it out to you. No big deal. They give you a nice little thing. They say, yep, plenty of formula for you. I'm a poor ass bum. Done. As a matter of fact, here, I'll take it even a step further. Further, When your kid is first born, they give you infamil at the hospital. Take as many as those fucking things you can get. Get them all. <laughs> Throw them in. <laughs> Load up. Good. But that's not what we're talking about. 
the mom didn't do it. Or the mom, actually, they, they, hear me out. When the baby was first born, they did formula for a little bit for a couple of months. And apparently the father was a vegan. Nothing wrong against vegans, man. I, you want to be a fucking vegan and you want to eat plant food, fine. Me, I'm a dude. I'm going to die of a massive heart attack. I'm going to eat steak. I'm going to eat burger. And I'm going to drop dead in my 50s. And it was going to be well worth it when I'm, when I'm choking on a fucking Wagyu steak from Del Frisco's. Cool, bro. I don't care. What they did with this kid is they didn't give him the right nutrition. So they, they didn't do the formula like the doctor said. They took the baby... They took the baby to the doctors. When they had brought the baby to the doctor, the, 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 the baby was underweight. The baby had bruises all over it. Not because the parents were beating it, because it was so mal malnourished that the touch, to the touch. Bro, this is your kid. I'm getting goosebumps, bro. This is your fucking kid. This is your freaking kid. It, so malnourished that to the touch, the baby would get bruised. The, the baby got, got cerebral palsy because of it. Um, like... All this fucked up shit to this poor kid that's about, at this time, is about a year old. Finally, the doctors, uh, uh, or no, I'm sorry, not the doctors, the, the, <clears throat> the, the, so the doctors said, you know, maybe you should talk to outside counseling about your kid. The outside counseling people, they went and said something to the authorities. The authorities, the authorities come in and the parents have to go to court. The judge, Finds this is the fuck, most fucked up thing I've ever heard. The judge finds the parents guilty. The judge says that that the, the that the parents neglect and malnourish will cause this child to be disabled for the rest of it for the rest of its life. Will have x amount. Well, just, like dude, the list was long. I don't have it in front of me. All these problems and that the parent was negligent. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I can say this podcast. I, I'm like, my head is like, I don't know, like you would think you go to court and the judge looks at you and goes, yep. Okay. Yeah. You, you abused your kid. You didn't, uh, you didn't give your kid proper nutrition, nutrition. And now your kid is a fucking retard and it's your fault. You're going to jail. Look what you did to this kid. Now they got lucky, right? The kid's not a squid. Kid's not going to be a mutant. The kid can come back from it. Right? I don't know what, what cerebral palsy, if that's something you could come back from. So, I, I am not a doctor, dude, okay? But, the, the, the it, it's been deemed by the, the, uh, county medical fucking dink. It was like, yep, listen, the kid can be okay and have a good life, but there are some things that will be a problem for the child growing up. <clears throat> but it can have a pretty good life, but the parents fucked them up. So now the parents don't feed the kid. The parents don't take care of the kid. It's abuse to me. 100% that's abuse. The judge finds them guilty of abuse. A long list of shit that they didn't do right. Then they don't get jail time. Right? They don't get jail time. The judge doesn't put them in jail. Judge gives them fucking community service. Says you got to go to counseling, all that shit. So I'm like, all right, I'm reading the story. And I'm like, fine, whatever. These scumbags don't, don't go to jail. Whatever. No big deal. And now I'm trying to read through it quicker because I want to know where the kid's going. All right, what they do with the kid? Where's the kid going? What are they going to do with the kid? And then I get to the part where they, what they do with the kid. The judge says, unfortunately, I don't know what to do with the child. The best place for the child to be is with his parents. This moron judge says the best place for the kid is to be with his parents that he just convicted of abusing and malnourishing the kid. And the judge says the best place for the kid and safest place for the kid to be is with these scumbag parents. 
I would say this. I have two issues here. First off, judges should be held accountable. Judges most definitely should be held accountable when they make decisions that are fucking stupid. If this kid gets abused again, if this kid is malnourished again, if this kid shows up to the doctor's office where they where you touch the kid and he's cold to the touch and he bruises to the touch, the judge should be the fucking one to do the jail time. The judge should be accounted for. The judge should be disbarred. The judge should go to fucking jail. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. There should there needs to be a judge for judges. There needs to be someone that reviews every single case after the judge judges. So judge judge the, the judge passed a sentence. They need to have another judge on top to, to review this, especially when it comes to kids. And look at it and say, huh, yeah, we're not giving the kid back to the parents. But literally, I, I, I'm not a judge. I'm just a mutant. I, if I were like, uh, uh, if they had a judge that judged on, you know, like, you know what? Judges need to have fucking instant replay. Okay, so let's say it's the NFL, and the judge on the field says, oh, the, the, the kids can have the parents back, it immediately, or, or the parents can have the kid back, it immediately goes to New York, like the NFL, and then the judges in New York immediately review, and then, you know, like Tony Romo and Jim Nance are in the back, they, they go to their fucking local, you know, their, their, the local judge that they use, and they're like, oh, hey, local judge, what, what are your thoughts on the, uh, the, you know, on the kids getting the parents back? The guy will laugh, he'll be like, ah, that's the fucking, fucking give the give the kids back to the give the kid back to the parents. <laughs> that'll get overturned. That'll get oh, that's what I what a, that's. <laughs> Are you kidding me? New York would look at it in like two seconds. They'd look and they'd go, the fuck, what the fuck, what? They call the guy back and be like, hey, are we reading this right? You you found the the parents guilty of malnutrition and abusing their child. And, and they, they gave the kid terrible palsy. And the kid's all fucked up. And then it says you're giving the kid back to him. And they're the best person to have him. Is that right? Did we read this fucking wrong? They would go nuts. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. These parents should not get their kid back. No fucking way. No how. Absolutely not. Nope. The kid should be put. In, into some someone else's there are I get pissed off about it bro because there are so many good people that can't have kids so many people maybe the woman she she's barren she can't she can't fucking produce kids maybe the guy's infertile he can't produce kids there are so many good people couples that would treat that kid with such love and such care and give that kid such a great home and raise them to be a good person Great care, good person, everything. So many. But yet, you give the kid back to the very people that abused and neglected them. I, I can't understand the thinking or the rationale there. So I have decided that I believe that judges need to have, need to be reviewed by every, every fucking child case should be reviewed again by an impartial judge. So you pass, you, you pass judgment, you say parents are guilty, but I'm giving the kid back, then that case immediately needs to go to another judge for review to say, to look at it and go, hmm, upon instant replay, we, uh, we feel that the play, that the, the ruling on the field has been overturned and the kid is not fucking going back to the parents.
Hundred percent. And 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 listen, if they don't do something like that, and I get it, right? Hear me out. I, I can't imagine what it must be like to be a judge, to try to give people the benefit of the doubt, to sit back and be like, mm, they might be good. But that kid has no fucking say. The kid is three years old. If the kid were old enough, he'd be like, yeah, no, 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 I don't want to go back. I'm, I'm hungry. I want to eat. I would like to eat. You're sending me to a house where they don't fucking feed me. If the kid could speak for himself, he would beg for reprieve. And the judge says, wow, the best place for this kid to be is with his parents that beat him. Well, they didn't beat him, but they might as well have beat him. With, with, with the parents that didn't feed him nutrition or her, didn't feed the baby the right way. The baby got sick. The baby was, you, you to the touch would bruise. The baby got cerebral palsy. The baby's going to have a tough life because of these scumbags. And the judge hands him back. Judge says, oh, you know, 12 months community service, yeah, you know. Go to counseling and, you know, we'll give, yeah, you can have the kid back. No big deal. All right. Have a, have a good day. All right. All right. Fuck that. Absolutely. The kids should not be back with the parents. And this judge, if something happens to this kid, I want, I, someone needs to bring a lawsuit on the judge. Somebody. I, any, I, dude, I'm not even, like my head. I'm, I'm willing to bet that the attorney, was like, yeah, they're not, I'm, be, I'm willing to bet that their attorney was like, hey, you're not getting the kid back. So the best you can get, like, the, the, the best, their, their attorney probably looked at him and said, hey, look, you ain't getting the kid back. It ain't happening. So the best you can do here is plead guilty, say that you're guilty, that you did this, and maybe the judge won't give you jail time. Even, the, even their attorney was probably like, what? Did you say you're going to get the fucking kid back? Like it's like this guy, the attorney is probably like an attorney that's that's an attorney for a rapist, and he knows the guy fucking raped the girl, and he's still got to defend him, and he half-ass defends him because he's like, dude, this scumbag's got to go to jail. That's how this guy probably was with these parents. Was like, yeah, they fucking look what they did to this kid. All right, we're gonna plead, we're gonna plead, we're gonna plead guilty. We're gonna fucking try to get you guys as le at least amount of jail time as you possibly can get, and I hope when you go to jail, someone beats the fuck out of you. That's what their own attorney was probably thinking. And then they go to court, and the judge is like, yep, no jail time, and then you get the kid back. It's, it's insane. In, in, insane. I could go on for hours and hours and hours, but you know what? The debate's about to start in 20 minutes. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's Podcast.